on everyone. Good morning. It's Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is the 31st, 31st of July, 2021. It's a Saturday. It's damn, damn brilliant out here. It's beautiful. Getting a little bit late start to the day. Um, I hope you're having a great morning, great day. It's the weekend. It's freaking perfect. 75 degrees, sunshine, a little bit of clouds sprinkled. Beep into my neighbors. Got a little bit of a late start to today because. Uh, I slept in a little bit. It was um, very a very busy week for me last week, and Friday was you know it was, look I was just back from vacation, so it feels like it was six months ago. I had two vacations in the month of friggin' in this month of July. It was awesome, but uh, still it's. I was so pleased to get back, and I felt so on this week. And good energy. Talked about Tuesday going to the gym with my son. I mean, that's where I'm heading now. It was a, it was a real busy week. I didn't. Um, I did have. Um, did enjoy my Tuesday off. I did make the best of that, as I said. Do get a lot, a lot of moving parts going, going on, and, and that's a good thing. I prefer that. I'm happy about it. But it was just one of those weeks that was just so full that when I arrived on Friday, I found myself reclined on the sofa at 5.30, 6 o'clock, waiting for my family who was not home. They went and dropped my son off at a sleepover, and they went to go pick up some, some food for takeout, which would be the only quasi unhealthy meal that I had all weekend. It was just a tuna hoagie. Other than that, it was freaking vegetables and fruit and protein drinks and water. And I'm happy to have turned that new leaf. Just want to feel better eating all the right things. I eat pretty well. I just want to take care of myself a little bit better. That self-care Tuesday that I talked about, I want that to be precedent setting. I did struggle this week a little bit with, you know, so Tuesday and Wednesday more, uh, Tuesday afternoon and I was off, and then Wednesday morning I told you I, I went to Planet Fitness and I was all riled up about that. And then Thursday came and it was freaking busy. And then Friday, of course, as well, and I was thinking, oh, if I get out early enough on both days, I'll, I'll go to the gym. And it would have been great if had I been able to stop by and even do a half hour on a treadmill or something. Just to symbolically include that in the day. It would have been great. But it wasn't happening, man. I was smoked. I needed to eat. I was just kind of like done. Probably would have given me a boost. So I'm going to try to try to right that ship this week. Try to get in despite any challenges I'm going to get in, whether it's early in the morning 
for late in the evening. I'm going to get in. But, shit. It was almost 9 o'clock by the time I got home. But, here we are on the weekend. It's exciting. Almost didn't know what to do with myself, so I slept in a little bit, maybe 9 o'clock. Went down, had a nice cup of coffee. Sat there, kind of stupefied for a while. And I was wondering when my wife and daughter are going to be back from cheer practice. And then there they in they came, man, text message. Maybe 11.30 they came back. They seemed to be having a good morning, so... I was in a little bit in a mood because... No, I shouldn't have been. I should have just done whatever I needed to do, but... Momi on weekends, she really looks forward to spending time with me and going down the creek, as you know. So she was kind of like anxious, like, where are you going to go? Everybody else left. Are you going to leave too? So I couldn't leave her. Felt bad about that. So I hung out with her, and then they came in, and I had to go pick my son up. So here I am. Finally dropped his ass off. If I'm honest, I'm thinking about the fall, and um, you know, three weeks we're going to be, I'll be returning to, I'll be preparing for a Tuesday return to teaching, and so that'll mean that Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at the office, and Tuesday, Thursday teaching, I have to hold the line with my schedule in that regard. And just things are going to shift again back to the that schedule. And it's a good one because Tuesday, Thursday, if I could truly devote that to teaching and just open up Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the office, God, that would be awesome, man. Even if I had to stay late at the office on Friday, you know, till 5 or something like that to accommodate everybody and open at 8 o'clock in the morning because we've been that busy, been that busy. So, busy schedule at the office, teaching is a different thing. It, it, it actually rounds me out pretty well. So I'll be able to different, assume a different pace and a different focus during those days. And so that keeps things interesting throughout the week. It gives me some good talking points. It keeps me sharp and current with my anatomy uh, stuff. And my vibe. So I'm looking forward to that. But it's, it is, it, it promotes a little anxiety as you move towards these seasons. You transition from one season to the next. And you get through the spring and you're, there's the summer. Well, you finally, your little summer vacation is coming to fruition. And it's approaching. You're desperate to get out on that. And it wasn't long, too long before, or wasn't long ago where I was in the beginning of this month where I was saying, oh, I just got one more day and I'll be out on vacation. We'll be in Michigan. And it was great. It was everything we thought it would be and more. And then we went, two weeks later, we went to Bethany Beach and that was awesome. We'd be coming back. We would have, we would have arrived at home one week ago today, back from uh, Delmarva. Again, it seems like months ago. It just happens that quick. And now here we are. we got a month left of the summer. We'll squeeze our fun in. It's going to be great. 
but we also um, there is a, uh, a looming you know reality that we're all going back to work and school. My wife's going to be she's going to be doing a master's program uh, to increase her lot in teaching, put her in a better position to improve her income and, and all this stuff. We're all trying to work our asses off to really do well. And, uh, and so, no pressure, right? We always come home with it, but it's that, that expectation, that pressure kind of, it gives you a sense of an expectation or, uh, that, you know, you, you got to do well. You know, you got to do your best. And there's some pressure involved there, but anyway... So now, I'm, right now, I'm heading to the gym. Then I'm going to head to another gym. I received word uh, Thursday or Friday that the gym that we used to, that for about a decade we ran our boot camp out of, is going to be at least changing hands again. And there's been some drama with owners and all kinds of shit there. I mean, you can't imagine running one of these facilities. Anybody who's ever wanted their own business, their own space to say run a workout program or you know have rent out to sports teams or something get in line a whole lot of people that want to do that and think they could do it and it'll be it'll make them a mint but obviously it's been a fucked up year with the pandemic but even before that there's all kinds of tr- struggles dealing with renters uh, paying overhead imagine trying to in the thick of the, the summer, friggin' 90 plus degree temperatures, air conditioning, a place like that, so all the square footage. So it's very difficult. Anyway, I gotta go get my gear because for even though I haven't trained there, led a program there for a year or more myself, I still have some kettlebells and punching, you know, bags and stuff like that that they asked me to come get. So that's a bummer. I feel bad because these people are my friends and. That's some shattered dreams right there. During the Olympics, no last they their business, uh, their their specialty was gymnastics. So all those hours of instruction and pressure and dealing with the public and all that shit that a business person deals with finally come to a head. Looks like that's gonna. So we'll see what goes on there, but good people, I'm going to go pick up my gear, and, um, and then I'm going to go home, and I'm going to look at some wood carvings, and I'm going to organize, and I'm going to do some saw maintenance today, and it just feels like a little bit of a beautiful but lazy day for me, after my workout, that is. I have some feelings on, uh, you know, there's, of course, the news right now is filled once again with coronavirus stuff. Uh, it, it is exhausting. I will say that it's a bummer because we've all been through that shit storm and hopefully, you know, we haven't gotten the critter ourselves or suffered or known anyone who's died from it. But I know some people who, who have. It's been tough, man. It's been traumatic and it's been our reality and here we felt like it was coming to an end just in time for the summer, right? It's always been in the back of our minds. How are things going? 
what are the numbers, are people getting vaccinated, and then, uh, I guess there, this new variant, the Delta variant, is, um, there's been some breakthrough infections, so people that even have been vaccinated, we've always known that there could be these breakthrough infections where if you, you were able to contract it, if you're exposed to it, you could contract the Delta variant, and although it would be very unlikely for you to get sick, this provides you some degree of protection, now they're determining whether or not there's some evidence to suggest that you could trans, you could acquire it and transmit it to others pretty readily. Um, they have to do some studies on that, but it appears that, that there was this thing in Provincetown, uh, Massachusetts, which is right on Cape Cod. It's a pretty popular area this time of year, and there were some spikes associated with vacationers there. And then you read spikes with summer camps and everything else, and read about kids getting sick, potentially, and areas that thumb their nose at the vaccine, uh, major spikes in the south, places like Arkansas and Alabama and Florida, and just the politicization of the whole thing. You know, I, I'm going to say something a little bit different than what I, apart from what I typically, my typical commentary is on this. And that is that I understand people's frustration. You know, I, I spoke to a number of people yesterday. There's more and more that are coming into my office that are wearing masks. And our guidance, current guidance, uh, still says on the front door that if you are vaccinated, you may come into the office without a mask. You know, that the C per the CDC. The vaccine provides some protection. A significant amount of protection, in fact. And so, my point would be that even if there was somebody that would come in that was unvaccinated or that was carrying this critter, if you're vaccinated, you got some protection. And there's, that still seems to hold true, that the vaccines are safe and effective. So people should get it and should uh, should be able to then live their lives a little bit more like normal. Um, if it turns out that, you know, I, like I've been saying and I've, from my readings, my understanding has been that if you can't hold an active infection then your viral load would not be sufficient to pass it on to other people. Um, it seems to be potentially in question right now. So what if with this Delta variant that is more easily transmissible perhaps, you said that 75% uh, of these, those infected in this Provincetown, Massachusetts, super spreader event, if you want to call it that, that 75% of these individuals 
were vaccinated. So their viral loads were as high as those who were unvaccinated, which means they have it even though they might not get sick. Nobody died in that. Nobody got terribly ill in this uh, Massachusetts thing. And um, it does seem that if you are young and healthy and uh, vaccinated, that you are pretty safe. You know, you might get some flu-like symptoms and be able to shrug them off, but there, there still exists the potential for this thing to, uh, like we're trying to put it in our rearview mirror. Everything that I've done, any policies that I've ascribed to or um, um, thought, you know, seen coming from the CDC and other organizations that know what the fuck they're talking about have seemed to say that you know the vaccine is going to protect us and it's our our way out of this that still seems to be the case but all right so what's different about my statement now i'm annoyed about about this so i have definitely have some fatigue some covid fatigue feeling like Like I'm done with it. I'm done with the, um, you know, rubbernecking about it. Oh, you know, masks, no masks. You know, vaccines can help you. And then uh, this opens up, you know, the potential reality that um, the vaccines don't prevent us from spreading it as easily. And so it just bothers me. You know, it's it's life. It's it's infectious disease. It's it just. The potential that this is not over, I understand why people would be pissed off and would just be like, you know what, fuck it. We can't, you know, we, we've been uh, living our lives running scared uh, for the most part over the past couple years due to this bullshit and just tired of it. Tired of, of all the, you know, the, the staying away from each other and tired of, you know, people, um, the, the occupational aspects of it. You know, are we going to work? Are we going to not work? Are we going to work from home? Are we going to work in a physical plant? Uh, will I have, if I can't work due to, the, due to the pandemic or some whatever the fuck? Um, will there be some support for me? You know, will there be unemployment benefits? Will there be other means that our society, efforts that our society will take to accommodate for these things. It just seems like, man, we're getting out of this time. We we've all feel like we're emerging from something. We're emerging from a long time underwater. We want to come up and take a deep, emphatic breath. And so when people come in and say, you know, what's up with this mask shit? You read this stuff about how they want us to put on masks again. Or, you know, you know, it, it, and people just don't want to do it. People don't want to, um, I mean, most people are cool doing with whatever is necessary, but nobody wants to do this shit anymore. Nobody wants to live like this anymore. And there are worse hard, hardships, certainly, but 
I'll go back to my little story from the Marines where I was uh, we were in training in 29 Palms, California out there and we were inside these little amphibious tanks driving through the desert for fucking like 10, 12 hours like seemed like all day just being bumped around in the back of this thing with engines racing and grinding and you know, inside this dark hole, sitting on a wooden bench with frickin' monkey butt and itchy ass and, you know, back hurting, helmet on your head, and they said gas, 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 and we had a simulated uh, nuclear biological chemical attack, so we had to put our gas masks on. And we had to keep them on for, like, hours as we sat there with our helmets bowed on, bowed, head bowed forward, uh, with our rifle muzzles sticking into the steel of the f non-skid of the f of the floor of this vehicle, and just kind of leaning on our helmets and our heads on top of our rifle butts, bouncing up and down, up and down, up and down, with this gas mask on, and the tension that we put, and the, the restrictions, and the claustrophobia that we would have wearing these things in peacetime no less you're like listen this is fucking this sucks this is hell on earth I broke the seal man I took that shit off for a moment I had to do it it was like you know you might have meant that in uh, an actual combat situation I would have been dead but I just I was willing to, I was willing to take the chance I was like this sucks and I wonder whether or not I would have broken the seal on my mask in the actual in a wartime situation because I was miserable in the back of that Amtrak and I think people are miserable in our society today uh, and they don't need any excuse to be more miserable or to lose any more patience or uh, accumulating more aggravation or um, be cr more cruel to one another or less understanding there's a lot of tension out there so I feel for people I feel for people of every uh, segment of our population who are not looking forward to you know, that's part of the frustration with going back to the, nor the norm is that, you know, I got to go back to a classroom. I got to deal with this, you know, tell me I got to stand up front and deliver PowerPoint presentations with a mask on. And what if there's a spike in this thing? That means that, you know, hey, I'm at more risk. It's one more area that I got to go and operate in. And um, we're supposed to be face to face teaching, which I'm looking forward to. But I'm not looking forward to it if everybody's flipping out and anxious about this or all kinds of other restrictions and trainings and crap. I don't get paid enough for that to teach, uh, to deal with all this stuff, any more aggravation. So if my, if it gets, shit gets too thick, my cup might run over and I'll be like, fuck teaching. You know, I need to focus on what I need to focus on to stay, um, alive and, and well and mentally intact. Or other details, you know what I mean? People will just be like, you know what? I'm just not going to do all this extra shit. I'm not going to put my kids in school. I'm not going to buy... I'm not going to, you know, 
go on vacation. I talked to a bunch of people recently. They're like, one guy said, and he's a great guy. I love him, but uh, he's relatively young, maybe mid thirties, and he's he's got a couple kids. Sounds like with different women, and he's got child support payments. So he said, "Oh, where were you?" I was like, oh, "Delaware, you know, went on vacation." He goes, "Must be nice being rich." Well, I'm not rich, but I look forward to this shit every year. I save up. I make sure I get my vacation. It's important. Anyway, he said that you know, he t pays so much in child support because he makes a lot of money. He's got a really good job, but he has to work like his ass off and even overtime beyond that because just to pay child support, pays thousands of dollars a month to keep the, uh, you know, to legally maintain all that shit. So his support to the kids, which he said he's happy to do, but... Um, so I'm not looking forward to all that and all the drama and all the back and forth and all the angry American stuff that's going on. I don't even like to talk about it myself either. It's just that sometimes it needs to be addressed. You know, I'm sure all, each of you have your own opinion on all this. And, uh, and I, I, I try to, you know, I want to, I strive to understand things and be relatively authoritative about it since I'm a doctor myself and I got patients under my care. I want to make sure that they're coming in the most safe environment possible. So if we need to mask back up, then we will, you know, but I have to have to feel every complaint and every complaint either pro or con, you know I mean? People are like, I can't believe folks don't wear a mask. I can't believe folks have got to wear a mask all the time. Uh, I can't believe people aren't getting vaccinated. I can't believe that people expect us all to get vaccinated. I can't believe that when I go to Walmart, now the greeters are again are asking us to wear them. Can you imagine being a Walmart greeter or a, or a Costco greeter and ha being in the unfortunate position to tell somebody that they once again need to mask up? You know, you're going to get so much pushback and harumphs and grief and all that shit. Nobody wants to do it again. You know, I'm going, I'm sitting outside in the parking lot of Planet Fitness right now, and I'm sure that these people aren't looking forward to, you know, posting on the, on the front door that folks might have to again mask up when they come in the gym. Like businesses all over restaurants you know they just had people return to uh for indoor seating and then feel comfortable doing so and now what we're gonna go back to that shit a lot of people just aren't gonna aren't gonna do it they're just they would rather die we're gonna get to the point where people are are going to prefer death yeah, even if it's an un they lack perspective and um they will eat those words and they find up, wind up in a hospital bed with, with the COVID cooties. You know, uh, push comes to shove, people are going to be like, fuck this. I didn't sign on for this. I'm not doing this anymore. It's not worth it to me to deal with all this. And it's what it is. It's, their, it's the frayed ends of sanity. People just being done. They're fatigued to the point where they just fucking gonna do whatever they want to do. Life isn't worth living if I have to 
you know, go to school. If it comes to me going, attending undergraduate education and having to wear a mask and having to stay, sit in my dorm and spending more, many thousands of dollars more on an education that I can't attend in person and actually be a college student. You imagine like studying, uh, you know, at Penn State University or whatever university. And doing that virtually, like you can't attend all these amenities that they brag about and all these luxurious meal plans and dorms and sports programs, you can't do that now. You gotta pay the same tuition, but you're not gonna go in the tent. For what? You know? You got a job that you can, you know, you make a great living at and you really enjoy your work, but you can't go in and interact with your and collaborate optimally with your peers or classmates or whatever can't play do your social stuff you you know you're a senior and you can't go to uh, the pool hall you love to pool you know play cards or shoot pool or whatever and you just you know it's, they close down the clubhouse you can't get in there right now because of this shit maybe you just decide you just don't play pool anymore when you sit in your fucking on your couch, farting into the couch. So I, I'm saying that I understand that people, that they've got COVID fatigue and they're just tired of the societal infighting and all this crap. You know, there's so many wonderful things about being a, a human being alive today. And we want to celebrate those things. I want to celebrate my vacations. I want to celebrate spending time with my family, you know, um, my work, my patience. I love everything I do. I love my life. So I don't like when things uh, get in the way of, of, of my living optimally. You know, are we going to be able to do this this fall? Are we going to be able to get together for the holidays? Like a normal Thanksgiving? That's what people are thinking. And so you can't blame them. I don't, I don't blame anybody for feeling like, fuck this. I'm doing everything I need to do. What about the people that do everything they need to do? And they still are getting their ass kicked, you know? They still feel like, wait a second. All right, I got my vaccination. I wore my mask. I stayed socially distant. I altered my behaviors significantly. I worked from home. I didn't go to the gym. I didn't get together with my friends. And it sucked. And yes, it was a small price to pay if we're going to save, you know, our society from this viral pandemic and we lose people but I mean time is precious we need to account for every second and we need to you know uh, we need to get either get busy living or get busy dying I don't blame people that choose to get busy living 